Hello and welcome to the Jesus Heals podcast. And if you've been following along, this is the first podcast after more than a month of no podcasts. So I know a couple people commented asking um, where I went, <laughs> and I thank you for your concern. Um, I was traveling a bit, and I thought I would have a lot of time in my travels to record several episodes of the podcast, and I ended up not having the time to do that or not being in a place where I could do that. Um, so, but I continue to pray for you all, and I hope that you continue to pray for me too. So I've wanted to get something to you just so that there's something for you all, um, in the month of September. It's the end of September as I record this, and hopefully this will be posted by the last day of September. If not, it'll be October, and there we are. But I wanted to share with you a little bit, and I had received a couple questions about deliverance ministry. A lot of healing ministry will also be called healing and deliverance ministry. And while again, I'm not an expert on any of this, and there are people who are much more experienced, and I will um, put links to them, to some ministries that I know of in the show notes, and I'll probably mention a few of those ministries in this podcast so that you can get more information and more accurate information, more full, uh, more full information of what deliverance ministry is. But some people kind of shy away from it or don't know what it is because or think it's something else. So people will know about healing ministry, that Jesus comes to heal us. But Jesus also came to deliver us from captivity, from bondage, from the enemy, from the devil, from the evil one. And he did that ultimately with his life, death, and resurrection. Jesus freed us from all of that. And in our baptism, we're freed from all of that. But there are ways that the enemy can kind of get in, you know, little access points or doors that he can get into our minds, wills, and hearts and kind of mess with us, for lack of a better word. But some people get kind of freaked out when they hear about deliverance ministry because they think it has to do, you know, with the devil and, and they equate it to like an exorcism. And that's one thing, like deliverance ministry is not, it's not an exorcism. So there is the right of exorcism in the church, and that's a real thing. There are like sensational movies that have been made about it, and it, there's different kind of folklore things that have been done about it, but exorcism is real and can only be done by a priest that has been trained to do that. So there are certain priests in most dioceses, if not every diocese, that through the diocesan offices you can find them, and they can help you if somebody actually needs an exorcism and they will help you discern that. So that is a different thing. It is a real thing. And there are people who are trained in that and that's needed at times. But with deliverance, we're all kind of in need of it at, at different times in our life. And I want to read this scripture quote um, as we begin and it's from the letters of St. Paul to the Colossians. It says, He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son. So as I said before, like, Jesus came and delivered us, right? He delivered us from our sins. And God has delivered us to the kingdom of his beloved Son. That's the point of, of the Christian life, right? And we experience a sort of 
like deliverance um, in our baptism. And even in the baptism, there's there's a rite of exorcism too, but that's that's a different thing. But but we receive a, a deliverance to into the kingdom of God through our baptism. And we've been claimed for Christ there. And it can never be taken away. Your baptism can never be negated or not valid anymore. But at times, like I said before, we can kind of open a door and give the enemy a point of access. And we also receive a point of deliverance ministry each time we frequent the sacrament of reconciliation or confession. And I've talked about these sacraments a little bit before, how reconciliation is a healing sacrament. And it's also because it's like a renewal of our baptism and delivers us from our sins. So if we're honest in the sacrament of reconciliation and confession, if we bring everything to the Lord there and the priest absolves us, then it's it's like a renewal in us. And we've been delivered again from the enemy into the heart of God. And just a word. So some of the quotes, some things I'll be quoting in this um, podcast are from an author who's called, his name is Neil Lozano, and I will put his ministry, he has a ministry called Heart of the Father Ministries, and he wrote a book called Unbound, A Practical Guide to Deliverance, I believe is the subtitle. But it, it's a great book, and they have unbound prayer groups and prayer ministries all over the country, so you can find people to pray with you um, if you're struggling with something and, and need to be prayed with in these areas they have there's people all over the country that can pray with us so neil lozano says about deliverance ministry he says deliverance ministry is a participation in the ministry of jesus who came to set the captives free deliver us from the power of sin and destroy the works of the devil it is the work of the whole church and I love this quote because it's a participation in the ministry of Jesus. Just as I've said before, when talking about healing, Jesus is the healer. He is the one who heals us. He's the one who delivers us. And we can participate in that ministry. We can be assistance to Jesus in this way. And people that can help us with deliverance ministry can just be an example of Jesus to us. They help us get to Jesus. And he also says, Neil Lozano also says, Deliverance is not just a freedom from something, but it is a freedom for knowing the Father, through the Son, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Deliverance is about freedom, the freedom found only in Christ. And that's really everything that it is for me. It's kind of in my life when I've experienced deliverance prayer and it's really been fruitful for me is when I keep going back to the same either sins or habits or negative thoughts or whatever and I just can't I can't get past them right and usually things like that are rooted in in other things in our life they're rooted in wounds that we have or situations we've been in where we think a lot of a lie of ourselves, like we, we believe a lie about ourselves, like we're not worthy or we're not good enough. It could be a number of things. And and I can pray on my own to be free of those things. And sometimes I gain freedom in those areas. If I'm aware of it 
and I bring it to Jesus, I am able to find freedom from the lies that I have believed or from a habit that I want to end. But sometimes, and this is for all of the Christian life, really, we can't do it on our own. You know, so seeking out a prayer ministry or a deliverance ministry to pray with us, to pray with you, is living the Christian life, really. And and to pray with other people for deliverance, if, if you've been trained, if you've prepared yourself to do that, it can be a beautiful way of living the Christian life and living in imitation of Jesus and helping people get closer to Jesus in their life. So this last quote from Neil Lozano that I read, the fact that it's not just the freedom from the lie that we believed or the the oppression that's on us or the negative thoughts or whatever it is that's that's weighing on us yes there there will be a freedom from that and it will be wonderful and amazing but it's also a freedom to know god the father better to more fully live in the truth that you are a son or daughter of God, that we are children of God. And so it's about freedom from whatever's oppressing us, but also freedom for living our life more fully in Jesus. And that freedom is found only in Jesus, the freedom that we find through deliverance prayer. Because Jesus came to set the captives free. And now, in relation to, to like healing ministry, people will, as I said earlier, you know, sometimes they'll be like healing and deliverance ministry. And so I was reading some things and somebody was saying all deliverance prayer needs inner healing, but not all people that come for inner healing require deliverance. So sometimes, you know, deliverance, it's wrapped up in, in a lot of spiritual warfare, too. And that's real, and it gets talked about more and more um, nowadays, and there's a couple different prayer books on spiritual warfare, and, and it gets talked about more, and maybe I'll do another podcast on spiritual warfare. But deliverance is just recognizing that the enemy does try to influence us and to distract us from our true identity as being sons and daughters of God. Now, does it mean every time you have a difficulty that it's from the enemy. No, you don't have to overly um, worry, you know, about that. You, we have to be aware and we have to be attentive. And that's why Christian community, I feel, is so important because with good friends, with a good spiritual director, with prayer ministry, other people can help us to see what might be from the enemy and what might just be something else that's in our life that's just a a burden that we've carried for a while or a thought we've had for a while and it can just be renounced. So this is why it's good to have community and to, to seek out people and go to your church, go to your priest, find someone that you can talk to about these things, not in an overly worried way. Again, I don't, I feel like I, I need to just remind all of us, myself included, um, that we don't have to be afraid that like everything that's coming at us is is from the devil and and we have we have evil spirits all around us no because we've been baptized and we are children of God 
And that's the truth. And sometimes things just kind of get in the way of that. But in the root of everything in our soul, like our soul has been claimed for Jesus Christ. And and we live in that reality. And, you know, you ask the Blessed Mother to be with you. Ask for the protection of all the saints, of your patron saints and everything. And, you know, it, it will be okay. Um, so there is sometimes just a need for healing ministry. Like we've been hurt in our lives, um, either by other people, by our, from our own decisions or whatever, and healing prayer is needed. And that might not need deliverance prayers, but sometimes when we notice that there is some kind of oppression in our life, like a habitual sin we can't quite get rid of, or a habit or whatever it is, if it's discerned that it's from, you know, the evil one trying to to help us, to not to help us, the evil one is trying to make us forget our true identity, you know, then then that needs deliverance. And and again, I, I recommend, there are books that talk about like how to pray through deliverance, but I really recommend that anyone, and I do this too, find people that can pray with you and lead you and, and don't do it alone because we're not meant to be alone as Christians. So, yeah, I just, I'll put some links in the show notes to Neil Lozano's ministry, and um, I think there's one other place that I know of that has different prayer groups around the country, but I'll put notes, I'll put links in the notes for y'all. And I just want to kind of encourage everyone, again, that it is the ministry of Jesus, so when we need this ministry, it's just we're going to Jesus and getting him to deliver us again. And and if we help in this ministry at all, if you feel it in your heart to learn more about this and to receive training and to help other people find freedom, then that's beautiful as well. And we all have spiritual enemies. Like the the devil is always trying to to attack us. And we don't have to be worried about that. We don't have to be um we have to be attentive to it, but you don't have to live your life afraid of that, but you have to be attentive to it. So I hope that makes sense. I don't want people to get really scrupulous and worry that every moment, um, you know, they're afraid or something. But deliverance from the influence of these enemy, of this enemy, is part of our inheritance as Christians. Like, the devil tried to tempt Jesus, and Jesus was so close to the Father that he could see what was happening, and he, he rebuked that. So if we stay close to Jesus, we can help others also in the same way. And then when we know that something's coming up in our life, we can go to others and receive help from Jesus in that way. So it's it's kind of like this kind of relationship, you know, with other people praying through this is should be normal parlance or normal speaking of a of a Catholic today. Um, it's it's real. We don't have to live in fear, but we have to be attentive, and that freedom is possible. So if there's something you've been carrying for a long time that's really heavy on you, that's either leading you to habitual sin, or, you know, just it, it weighs heavy on you, I would encourage you either to seek um, healing prayer, and maybe you would need deliverance prayer, and that's a good thing. So. 
it's part of the Christian life to come together and pray, pray with each other and pray for each other. So I hope that has helped kind of explain a little bit about deliverance ministry. Again, like I am not an expert at all. I've experienced it in my own life and I've prayed with people as part of a team. And it, it's beautiful to see the freedom that comes from Jesus in those times. And as I end this um, this short podcast, it's kind of shorter than other ones, I just want to end with a prayer that's prayed every day um, by priests and religious and many people all over the world. It's called the Canticle of Zechariah. And I'm just going to pray that. It's from the Gospel of Luke. And then we'll end. So, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Blessed be the Lord, God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us to perform the mercy promised to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham, to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And Jesus, I just close in this prayer and pray for anyone listening than anything that's that's been stirred up in this podcast for them. That anyone who is listening might come to recognize now fully that they are a child of God the Father. And that while enemies come at us, the truth is that we have been delivered by our baptism. And Jesus desires to deliver, to deliver us again and again. And we pray for one another. We pray for the grace to recognize any ways the enemy might have gained an entrance into our lives, and we renounce that now in the name of Jesus Christ. We renounce any lies that we've believed about ourselves. In the name of Jesus Christ, we renounce any lie, like to believe that the lie that I'm not good enough, or that I'm bad, or that I'm not worthy. And we announce the truth that we are worthy as children of God and that we are very good. And we pray for anyone that's seeking deliverance or healing ministry at this time, that they find the people in their community that can help them find wholeness and freedom in Jesus at this time. And we pray for each other all in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, I thank you all for joining me, and I hope that next time there won't be a month in between podcasts. I, I don't think there will be. And yeah, I hope this was helpful. Let me know in the comments if anything is helpful or not helpful or anything at all. And know that I am praying for you, and please pray for me as well. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.